0: Hey, folks, and welcome to another episode of PodCraft. This is the show about everything podcasting, from equipment to monetization and everything in between. I'm Colin Gray, and I'm joined by Matthew. How are you doing, Matthew?
1: Good day. I noticed on our last episode you said I'm joined as always by Matthew, and that's not really true. It's not it? in PodCraft.
0: You're right. Yeah. I just say that by habit, absolutely. So
1: we, n- I never picked up on it at the time, but when I listened <laughs> back, I went, "Oh, <laughs> that's a yeah. lie. That's a yeah. big lie." So, yeah. but, but here I'm, we are again. I'm joined so. this time by Matthew yeah <laughs> for the second consecutive episode indeed, indeed
0: and this is episode we kind of retrospectively put this into season 8 didn't we we're now saying this is season 8 yeah because pod, Podcraft's always been if you're a regular you know Podcraft's always been a seasons based show but this season we're really doing uh, not so much a topic or a theme or teaching you something um, long term over a bunch of episodes we're really just doing listener questions similar to um, the Q&A or the FAQs we did last time around because um, we just want to get into recording regular episodes again and we get a lot of questions in so why not answer them eh?
1: yeah it just it it takes the pressure off and sometimes there's like if we reply to people individually you know it's stuff that would benefit Everyone well. anyway, yeah. So it totally, just yeah. it makes it makes sense. We're podcasters. Indeed. Let's do a podcast. That's podcast. <laughs> uh,
0: so this is episode two of season eight. So if you want to see the show notes, go over to podcraft.net forward slash eight zero two and you'll find the show notes there. All right, what are we talking about?
1: Uh, iTunes so we, we do another podcast as well don't we it's called the numbers indeed game. indeed and uh, you got a you got an elevator pitch for the numbers game just to uh, get a wee yeah
0: plug in? the note well the tagline is uh, we talk about the numbers everyone else pretends to ignore uh, which uh, the, the elevator pitch for that I suppose is that um, we wanted to just start being a bit more transparent with the business, didn't we? So we're telling the story of everything that's going on behind uh, the podcast host, how we're growing a content business, how we're, um, you know, growing uh, the numbers that we care about, which is, you know, web stats, uh, income, uh, email opt-ins, and uh, what's the other one again? What's the other one? What's the other one? uh content. So how much we're getting out. So yeah, how much we're publishing as well. So we're basically talking about what we're doing week in, week out at the podcast host and running experiments. That's the bit I love about it. We're running these experiments to try and grow those numbers. So we're talking about what the numbers are right now, uh, revealing all that stuff and talking about experiments people can join in with to grow those numbers uh, along with us.
1: Yeah, so we've got a, a wee bit of feedback on Twitter from Owen Phillipson, who I believe does a cycling podcast, just like yeah. you,
0: Colin. Yeah, the Drum Up podcast. Uh, you can search for it on iTunes should find it the Drum No, wait a minute. Is that the name? Yeah, no, I think it is. Right, the Drum Up podcast. I'll, if it, uh, You'll hit me if yeah, cause one doesn't live <laughs> far away. <laughs> somebody else smack me one if I give them the wrong podcast. podcast. <laughs> Go for it. I'll quickly look that up in the background as uh, you're talking.
1: So we we been having a conversation on the numbers game, and uh, I can't actually remember doing this, but um, we'd mentioned you noteworthy. Apparently, we'd uh, one of us had said, "Well, maybe getting you noteworthy." Uh, we said we were joking. I yeah. know, and no one had asked a, an honest question: like, is that because it's actually not hard to get in? Yeah, yeah. Um, to new and noteworthy. Mm-hmm. So I suppose, like, yeah, what? Why were we laughing about new noteworthy? Yeah. Um, and it sort of ties in with um, a couple of articles that uh, we'd put out on the website yeah, recently, yeah. like I put out uh, an article on iTunes rankings mm-hmm. and how, you know, people do get obsessed with them, mm. want to see their podcast up there on in a top list or on the front page. Yeah. Um, and we got a lot of good data from, from Rob Walsh at Libsyn. Mm-hmm. And I listened to a lot of different episodes where he talked about various things. Because over the last few years, that's where I've kind of got all my, you know, he seems to be the most uh, qualified. And yeah, um, yeah. He, he has a lot of contact with with the folks at Apple. so Yeah, yeah. and they're, uh, good, they're
0: good and open about their own stats, which give them a, a exactly. sort of, um, of credentials as well, aren't they? So, yeah.
1: So I'd put, I'd put together this uh, article about how the iTunes rankings work mm-hmm. and uh, part of that was, was new and noteworthy mm-hmm. because especially when you're a, a new podcaster, uh, you go into podcast and you think um, maybe I'll get a new and noteworthy and it, it's seen as this sort of big holy grail. Where if you get featured new and New noteworthy, you'll get loads and loads of downloads, yeah, and then you'll yeah. uh, be able to give up your day job, and all will be well. Yeah. Um. So, new and noteworthy is uh, it's a part of uh, the iTunes ranking system, and. What we know about it really is that iTunes or Apple, is it Apple Podcasts now you're supposed Apple to call it Apple Podcasts,
0: them? yeah, yeah, indeed.
1: So they calculate uh, the new noteworthy rankings with this algorithm. It's based on, like, subscribers, ratings, and reviews. Mm-hmm. And one of the big uh, pieces of misinformation out there about New and Noteworthy is that you have to be uh an eight you have to be inside your first eight weeks yeah. of having appeared in the, the iTunes store. And the confusing thing about New and Noteworthy is that it's it's called new and noteworthy. It should really be called new or noteworthy. Yes. Because yeah. a lot of shows that are in there are much, much older than eight weeks. Yeah, and yeah. they're they're noteworthy. Uh and they're basically being put in there by Apple yeah um, yeah. I, they've caught the eye of apple for something that they're doing right yeah and uh, they've been stuck in there so colin we've like between us both and the clients we've worked to we've we've had quite a lot of shows in you noteworthy mm-hmm. over the years yeah and really i don't know about you but I, I, i've seen very little um yeah growth in numbers when, yeah. when we've been in there
0: yeah totally yeah so i mean to answer owen's question it's it's not that hard to get into new noteworthy. The the thing that is hard to do is to get up to the sort of top level of it. I suppose, isn't it? It's like up to um, that bar at the very top, which is maybe five or six long, is it? Well, it depends how big your iTunes thing is, isn't it? But um, how t- big your iTunes window is. So it's not that hard to get into. But when you do get in, people expect that it makes a big difference. But yeah, we. So the, the story I always tell is that we had two st- we had two podcasts once about how long ago was that now? It was probably a couple of years now. Um, At least a year ago now, we had two shows that we released at the same time. It was two different clients, Um, quite different subjects, but both probably, I would argue in the same, in niches with a similar type of size of audience. So, you know, you can get, I mean, if we release a knitting podcast versus a, a politics podcast or something, there's quite different potential audiences there. Um, you probably can't compare them very well. But the one that the two that I'm talking about—I don't really want to say exactly who they were—but the two that I'm talking about, they had very, they were in similar types of niches, I think, and the similar types of audiences. So I think they're pretty compatible. Now, one of them got into, both of them got into new noteworthy pretty quickly, so within the first week, and we saw very little change in terms of the downloads from that point. So they were getting a decent bit of traction because they both had a bit of an audience already. So they were getting um, in the low hundreds, so like 100 or so um, downloads in that first week. Uh, I think they were up to maybe sort of 150, creeping on for 200 within a few weeks. But the thing that the the sort of the crux of this story is that one of those shows actually got into no noteworthy new noteworthy on the very front page. So the front page of the entire iTunes store. So we had one show was in top level, top row of New Noteworthy in its category, which was the management and business one, like the one of the biggest sort of traffic ones that, well, the biggest competition ones I would say. Um and then the other show got in Uh, the very front page, so a a feature new noteworthy of the entire iTunes store. Now, I would say if new noteworthy had an effect on your traffic, that should have had a big If people were using new noteworthy to find shows, if if being in new noteworthy had a big effect on your traffic, being on the front page of the entire iTunes store for close to a week, it was should boost your traffic massively, shouldn't it? But it didn't. It had no effect whatsoever. That show ended up having a bit more traffic than the other one, admittedly, but it was only in the hundreds. Like even having been on the front page of iTunes, the traffic by I think the four, five, six week process, like mid of new noteworthy. Um, I think maybe six weeks because it was coming on towards the end was up about 400 or so downloads. Mm -hmm. So I didn't... And and as soon as it came off New Noteworthy, as soon as it came off the front page, not much change to the downloads. As soon as it came off New Noteworthy altogether, you know, the end of that eight week period, not much difference either. So... That to me showed that it just has very little effect. And I just don't think people think I've never listened to a show off. Well, I never say never, but I, I can't remember the last time I listened to a show off New Noteworthy or browsed that way. I always search, I search per topic. Mm. I don't just browse by category generally.
1: And you talk about the, the front page in New and because it's worth mentioning. You know, you've got your you've got your front page, your top layer, and then yeah. they all split off into subcategories. And the subcategories yeah. have yeah. got other subcategories. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the front page of it, according to Rob uh, you can't even game that. You could get all the ratings, reviews, subscribers in the right. world. Yeah. That's all hand-created on the yeah. front level. Right. So, you know, people really? people are doing all these review swaps and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's not moving them f- forward. Yeah, you know, it, it might get difference. them featured in a subcategory somewhere. Yeah. It's the same with the, the comedy page as well. That's all hand-created. Really? Um, so you take into account, like, most most people are listening on their phone. Mm. If you're going in the podcast app, these new noteworthy subcategories, you know, you've got to, like, it's three or four clicks to get to one of these subcategories. Mm. Mm. You think, like, how much traffic are realistically yeah. uh, coming in through that door. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like you say, people are searching for stuff. Yeah, So yeah.
0: you put in a topic.
1: Uh, I mean, great to be featured anywhere with your show. It's, it's really nice to see your show mm. appearing somewhere, and it'll never do you any harm, but mm. the danger is just... Um, Making that your your reason, yes. if you like, for for podcasting, yeah. or you know, being really obsessed with trying to accumulate ratings and reviews. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Cool. So, yeah, you wrote uh, you wrote an article on how to get more reviews, though, didn't you? So yeah, it's quite relevant. So, what, what was it? What was the crux of that then?
1: Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, I'm, I'm, you know, I think getting reviews is good. It's, it's good for the ego. Mm-hmm. It, it sort of fuels <laughs> you up and keeps you going. I know ego is yeah. supposed to be a bad thing, but. You know, I just it's it's, motivation. It's great to, to hear yeah. people are listening. It yeah. really is. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I gave some tips in this article on how you might go about getting more uh, ratings and reviews, and the. It's all based on your audience Mm -hmm. because, again, I'd I'd never like to see people saying, like, could you five-star me and I'll five-star you and they've Mm -hmm. never heard each other show it. Just what are you gaining from doing that? And you could spot these fake reviews a mile off, like, great show, five stars, just nothing about it at all. And they're all on the same date uh, because there's been a group of them swapping them. So I I thought, rather than moan about this, I'm actually going to do an article where I'm going to, like... hopefully help people to be able to get some honest okay. reviews yeah. for their show mm-hmm. which again you know is going to help them get featured in areas other than new know yeah. as well yeah. So that's
0: that's the thing isn't it it's this we say you search by topic and that search is determined much more by i think by you know ratings and reviews and recency of reviews and recency of ratings that type of stuff so that's why it's worth getting those reviews isn't it
1: yeah, so my, my own podcast, like all the podcasts I've done uh, over my period as a podcaster, my podcast lifespan, <laughs> you know, I, I've never went out of my way to, to ask for ratings and reviews. Yeah. Now and then, at the end of a show, you know, when we were doing the audio drama production podcast, yeah. I would I would mention it now and then. And like once every couple of months, you'd get a review and it was really nice. Mm. But I never tried really hard to get yeah. them. Yeah. And uh, over the last year, I've been doing an audio drama And I've been putting an episode out every third week uh, for the past year and then put out a season finale, which was like... Um, my episodes were generally 10 to 15 minutes long and the season finale there was 50 minutes long. Mm-hmm. So I thought that's like four-hour solid content. Mm. And because these episodes have been so short, I haven't even had like credits. Yeah, you know, yeah. there's been nothing of me in there as a presenter, if you like. Yeah. It's all been acted. Yeah. So it's just this four-hour solid of content. And at the very end of the last uh, the season finale... I just came on and, and said thanks to the listener for listening. And I, I just was honest and I said, look, um, I w- would really appreciate if you gave the show a wee review on iTunes. Yeah. Um, and I didn't even go down there. You know, it helps us to be found <laughs> in all this. I said, honestly, yeah. is just for personal uh, pleasure. Just, just, <laughs> just like, throw my ego. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I,
0: kinda, I, I liked it because it, it was honest, it was transparent, and it was actually, it probably motivated people to do it, but it was it tied into the personality of the show too. Yeah. Because your show was kind of um, almost uh, a piss take of of quite a few different aspects of podcasting and audio drama and stuff, um, which is part of what made it great. So, yeah, you tied in even your... <laughs> when you stopped acting and started being the actual creator of it, you still followed along with that personality
1: <laughs> yeah um so stuck that in there and then you should never be shocked that something like this has actually worked but then i was like bloody hell there there has been like quite a lot of reviews yeah, i say yeah. quite a lot you know not by the standards of like the the top podcast in the world that have yeah. got thousands and thousands but yeah. you know literally uh, tens if you yeah, like yeah. dozens um, of reviews yeah and I, I, I well, that's
0: mean, good i mean one request getting dozens of reviews is pretty powerful
1: yeah uh, and a wee plug for uh, our pal Daniel J Lewis is mypodcastreviews because that's where I've been catching up with yeah, um, like yeah, cool. the you know the international um, uh, stores. Yes, it, it would take you a long time to go round them yeah. all individually. We've yeah, all yeah. done it once, <laughs> um, but um, yeah. that's a, that's a great wee website that I've been I, signed up yeah, to. Yeah, so totally I get an email um, and it's like places I would never have checked, and mm-hmm. I can't believe somebody there is listening to it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, but yeah that's it like um, so iTunes reviews are good try and get them but (laughs) ask your own audience for them don't don't uh, swap them with people and also like um, don't obsess over them as well just just you know see it as a wee bonus for you rather than like this thing that you have to do because you're going to get featured in somewhere that's not really going to benefit your Mm -hmm. show anyway Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: and maybe be more sparing with it as well i think that was probably something that came from yours like you weren't doing it every week so people didn't get more into it you just did it once every well that was once every eight was it eight episodes you'd done uh, 18,
1: 18, 18 yeah. so four four hours solid of yeah, yeah. audio drama and then yeah. one request one request and then i got a big flurry of them um <laughs> i would so. i would
0: possibly argue you could do it more often than that yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> but
0: yeah i think the point's the point's well taken like you can you could definitely spread it out and people will notice it more probably action it more You'll probably get more by doing it once every four episodes than you know how many you would do you would get by doing it every week over those four weeks like if
1: somebody was hearing that every 10 minutes fair enough it gets conditioned in their head like um, Blue Apron or (laughs) Stamps.com or that um, you keep giving away free sponsors I know (laughs) (laughs) I'll send them an invoice
0: yeah cool no that's really interesting i think that was good i hope that answers owen's question as well um and yeah we were probably a bit uh, a bit annoying and irritating by laughing about it and just making a joke about we it we are right?
1: having a private joke exactly go away <laughs> listeners yes,
0: totally um so we'll try not to do that again and we're sorry um but yeah cool does that tie up i think uh, it Good Give stuff. us an
1: iTunes review if you've enjoyed yes. this episode. <laughs> Let's see if that works. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for spending time with us. If you want these show notes, go over to podcraft.net forward slash 802. And as always, we want more questions. Keep sending your questions in. You can fire them over to info at podcasthost.com, or you can tweet us at thepodcasthost and we'll answer them on a future show alrighty will that do it for this week it will indeed cool we shall see you next time around we're going to try and get this out every single week from now on we can be consistent and efficient and all that kind of caper so join us again next week and we'll talk to you then